0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 10 of The Mountains We Climb. In each episode, we'll be diving into the mind of someone who has overcome significant challenge and adversity so that we as the listeners can get insight into what is really possible and what it really takes. I'm your host, Jordan Kilpatrick-Smith, and today we're going to be exploring Benny Clark's journey of mastering his schizoaffective disorder through kayaking so that his illness can now help pave his path forward instead of destroying it. Benny, thank you so much for being here.
1: How's it going, man? glad to be here. Kinda like I just gave you a heads up, I'm a little bit fucking dopey right now because of my meds, so bear with me. It's all <laughs> good. Like, I've been up in a while, so. Okay. Um, just before we get
0: going, I wanna remind everyone that you can comment uh, live right below this live video, whether you're watching it on YouTube, or on Facebook, and um, we can bring those onto the conversation with us. So, without further ado, Benny, can you, like, where does your journey through all of this start?
1: My journey pretty much started at a younger age. Um, yeah, I started fighting probably about 12, 13 years old with, with voices and different vision and different ways of seeing and stuff and and never really fit in with other kids and um then yeah it's uh man I don't even know. It's <laughs> it, it kind of kinda all over the place. The the question is is when did I start surviving it, I think. Yeah. You know, um um I've I've suffered a lot of trauma in my life of of uh like violence and um uh, drug addiction trying to, trying to stay away from, trying to stay away from the, the, the crap in my head, the shit that was just getting twisted and, you know, not, not normal. Um,
0: So can you tell us about that? Like, um, the people listening might have no idea what's, what it is that, like, what is schizoaffective disorder? What are, um,
1: so, 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 so actually just to straighten that out a little bit. So me and my psychiatrist, Dr. Perkins are still, we're still working on, on exactly kind of what it is. We found good medication, but as, as of right now, it seems to be on the schizoaffective side of, of, of it's, it's, uh, it's pretty much a little bit too much to be bipolar and not enough to be schizophrenia in, in basic terms. It's, so I, I, I've, I've dealt with voices and, and um, paranoia, um, um, extreme ups and downs, um, uh, like, like really actually, so manic states, man, and manic, manic states are the worst. For, for me so and and manic is when I I like disappear there's nobody nobody Benny Clark's not there anymore um, there's a lot of a lot of anger a lot of hate and a lot of uh, suicide um, uh, to try and take myself out I guess pretty much so um, pretty, pretty, pretty much if that if, if you if if you if you understand that I don't know if if that's um, to 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 put it to put it in in terms of the suffering it's it's just it's it's the same as schizophrenia but not in that in that in that really high category it's not you know um so yeah but
0: and when did you
1: first have symptoms of like
0: hearing voices or of hallucinating when did that first show up for you
1: I think I think it's like it started a lot, though, those voices of, of, of hate on myself and, and, and beating myself up. And they, they they started at a younger age, you know, like from when I first remember, it was like 12 or 13 years old. Um, like? and I started like, my first time doing cocaine was at 13 years old. So and and the thing with the with the drugs was it, 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 it like shut shut those voices out. It gave me a break uh, from 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 that. And and the the longer I went in life, the more, the more I wanted to shut it off. So the 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 the, the hate and the hate turned into violence. I would fight, you know, a, a lot of scrapping, a lot of fighting. And I, I I didn't I wasn't very good at fighting. I just the the next morning when I woke up, the the scars and the bruises and the cuts would make me feel alive. Um. So it was, it was just always that. Like um, And then the drugs shut it right off. There was just no. And it didn't matter what, what drugs, it was whatever, except for marijuana. Marijuana would turn it on and make it worse, yeah. So
0: what was it like for you when you heard the, like, voices for the first time? Because you had gone, you know, if you're like 12 years old, you've lived a little bit of life.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, like, we did, sorry, but the, the question was, um, I lost you there for a second.
0: What was it like for you the first time you heard the voices
1: oh it's fucking terrifying yeah it was it was uh like at 12 or 13 years old when you're when when like people don't understand you because you're you these things are happening and you're trying to you're trying to say something about it and you're you're reacting in different ways that people have never seen before it it was scary because it was i was all alone it just it was like the one of those things that you just you you know at that in that in that age in that society like i'm 43 years old now so it was that that was the fix it or fuck off or the i don't want to hear about it I, if it's not bleeding i don't want to hear about it you know so it was it was a it was definitely not a good time <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah and so can you tell us a bit about what it's like to have v- voices that that talk to you and, and basically shit on you constantly
1: um you pretty much you pretty much want to die yeah like you don't like it's it's like having your 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 five best friends sitting beside you like telling you you're a piece of shit you suck you you know you're not good you're not you know just like and and one or two of them telling you to do things that that isn't isn't good you know like uh like like the violence and you know hurting people the you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. it, it's like having those that that little peanut gallery your your whole life of of you know you look up to these things and and it's like kind of the only thing that you know cuz people aren't around like people won't be around because you're you're scaring people kind of thing
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and that it's like it's just the yeah the description at that age is is, is so hard to so hard to 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 put into words
0: yeah and so you immediately turned to drugs when yeah, that pr- started to happen
1: yeah I, I was a gymnast um like when I was younger age and I had really good parents my parents were you know phenomenal um and unfortunately there was just things that 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 I think most kids like me that that went through this they that their parents just didn't know you know um and I was pretty good at hiding it like i was pretty good at shutting down and looking tough and 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 that sort of thing you know and so i I think it it was it was really hard to to just let people know that that i was suffering that yeah there you know
0: yeah so you had to suffer from something that's really incredibly challenging that you can't escape from except for drugs all by yourself right at a young age when you don't have anyone to to talk to about it is that right yeah
1: Yeah. And that, like, and that, like, that whole it's not okay to talk about a thing back then is, 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 was like, it was real. That was, you know, it's still real to this day, but it's a lot better now. You know, like, I get to, I get to travel around and talk about my things with people that I meet and people actually sit there and listen. And it's one of those, it's one of those things that helps me so much, you know, and, and if I had gotten to do that when I was younger, I probably would have led a little bit different of a life.
0: Yeah. And I do want to come back to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, after after we hear your story and, and where this took you, I do want to come back and say, well, what do we need to to change about our, our system? Right? Yeah, How can we understand it better? So um so you made it through high school without no, you didn't make I, it
1: high school. Okay. I, I never went through high school.
0: <laughs> okay. I,
1: yeah, I I I got kicked out halfway through my uh my grade nine year and uh my father like I was, I was starting to get into bad shit, and you know, hurting things, and well, like destroying property, and and just like all over the place, just mad. And uh, my my mom and dad thought it would be better if they if they got me out of here, and they took me to Australia for. Uh, we were supposed to go for a year, and I ended up lasting about four or five months in Australia, and started uh, stealing stuff in Australia and lashing out in Australia, and ended up making the decision that. I think it was 16 or 17 to come home and and then that's when it got into even more shit and started stealing cars and stuff and and um, ended up in juvie for a short while and mom and dad bailed me out and started trying to help me turn my life around and it seemed to work for a year or two but it it still I was back on the cocaine or back on whatever. so
0: so when you were when you were stealing stuff and and destroying property what was what was causing that
1: oh i was i I was definitely i was i was causing that but it it it, again it was like that that release shut my voices off it like Uh, it made my voices happy made my my things happy in my life you know that kind of It made well it made that part of me just kind of like not be so hard on me when I was lashing out. It was, that's, yeah. So the the anger, the anger releasing was was like the, that was like the help for me. Gotcha. You know, and and again, like it was always I was just picking fights and scrapping and stuff, and and that was uh yeah.
0: Yeah, and so do you think like I'm hearing from you that the voices and and your experience is just really filled with anger, right? Yeah. Um, so do you think that if the the root of the anger was dealt with that we could better treat things like schizophrenia or, or bipolar?
1: As as I started going through, like, I don't think it was at that time. I don't, I don't really even think that the voices were outside of my head. That That's the, that's the thing about it as, as I got older and induced it and made things worse. And start and and did the things that that fuck your brain up, you know your your chemical balance and balances and shit. I think it started turning into something else that it wasn't at first.
0: Can you tell me more about that
1: but like uh, so at a younger age like when it, with the voices and stuff i I think it was it was a lot more inside my head like it was it was just it was a lot of hate on myself and a lot of things going on in myself um and as I started getting older and started doing more drugs and started trying to shut my brain off. It started turning something else on, which I think turned it like, like those those, those illnesses are, are, are built up through throughout your life. Like they, you know, typically they, they kick in a lot older and stuff. So the, I, I think the, I think if I, if we dealt with the trauma, at like 12 years old, 13 years old, you know, and started dealing with it right away, I don't think the inducing, the self-inducing would have been there to to turn it into a lot worse um the hiding it like you know the uh um the the uh, yeah the the like just just build it it just builds up and builds up and builds up and builds up and like i didn't i didn't really fall until like 5 5 years ago i was still well, i thought dealing with it pretty good like i was still pretty strong you know i had a good life i was working up north and that kind of shit and then and then it just like it snapped and it was actually like a separate i separated from my wife at the time and that's kind of what pushed everything over the edge but those those voices i was dealing with later on that were actually outside of my head and they're actually like there but I, but there was a lot of inducement in that as well so if i stayed away from the drugs and all that stuff i think it would have been a lot different you know
0: mm-hmm. so Am I understanding it right that this this illness, this mental health illness, develops and then it's through the actions in our lives that it continues to develop?
1: I I, I think so, yeah. Like that that's that's what in my head, that's what I think. And I, I I think there's a lot of things in my life that I did that that induced it. There's definitely you know, and that's definitely a lot more on me than it is anybody else, but the the idea of, of it starting at that, no, you can't talk about this. You have to bottle this up and fucking hide it and be tough and be a man. And, you know, um, the idea of that is where it starts. And that, that that's where it, where it builds and builds and builds. Right. If I didn't have to, if I could have fucking talked about it, I I think it would have been a lot different. Cause now like I talk about my shit and, and it's, uh, it's pretty good. Like I, I got dark humor I make, you know, I crack jokes about, you know, you Know, I, I fuck with my head a little bit and play around. Like, there's no one as like Benny is this and Benny and the six in the kayaking. You know, like it, it's just like there's like, and I'll, I'll like start yelling at voices on the river once in a while, you know, just fucking around. And so it, it's, it, it's a lot better now because I get to talk about it. Like, I get to just like do even just things like this. Yeah. You know, I'm a lot more stable. Um, I'm 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 proud of who I am now and and I'm proud to proud to be sick <laughs> right if, if you get what i mean like mm. uh, I'm, I'm not i'm not ashamed of what i have i'm 100 percent I'm okay with yeah i got this and, and i yeah it fucking hurts it, it, it's hard at night it's you know when i'm by myself it's 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 it's, it's, a, it's a hard fight like sometimes i fight for my life every day you know sometimes i go weeks and i don't even think about suicide or you know but if i but i'm happy with me i'm happy yeah. I'm okay you know, and, and accepting is moving forward with that. And I think, in order to to move forward with our what we have and how to how to live, we we need to accept the fact that yeah, it's there. It's fucking real. It's it's it it's it's, it's, it's going to be a part of our lives. So there's no point in hiding from it. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And okay, so I'll, I want to come back to that as well. Uh, the the talking about and how we effectively manage it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so let's, you going back to, to your journey. So you were 16, 17, you decided to leave Australia because you were dealing with, um, these mental health issues by letting anger out through destruction, through fighting, through drugs, or rather the drugs were to numb the voices. Is that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And when I, when I came back, I just, I immediately got back in cocaine at 17 years old. Or six, yeah, um, and I just it started just doing shit. Like I lived on the streets for a while. Um, kind of came back and had a hard time with my brother. He was supposed to kind of take me in, and and I was supposed to be able to like stay with him for a while and stuff. And that lasted like a week, and it uh, that ended up taking put me on the on on like on the street pretty much, and 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 living there and trying to find ways to live and stuff like that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of that was you know stealing cars was. A little bit of money and that kind of thing, and 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 that, of course, didn't work out because even even in that world, I, I lashed out and and it didn't work very well with other people and stuff, and um and then like yeah, I I, I got busted and went to juvie and and kind of that opened up my eyes, and then and,
0: and then what was juvie like for you? Can you describe uh, that it's
1: uh, for us? Oh, the same as being in life, it's same, it same was, was the exact same didn't fit in, didn't, you know, no, nobody wanted me right Like it was just, you know, just the, the way it was, it, it, it's, it wasn't hard. It wasn't, I was only in there for a little bit. Like it wasn't, you know, it, it just, it wasn't, it was, it was just the exact same as being outside. I might as well have just been at school. I, I just said, there was no talking with other people. I was, I was a loner, uh, people didn't understand me that kind of shit. So, and
0: yeah. how did you, because there's one thing to have your internal voices never shut off, constantly Mm. putting you down. But then also to have everyone outside of you, uh, both you push them away and they push you away and you are completely isolated. Like for a human being, that's
1: awful. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's, I think also what induced it to become more than what it was. Um, Because it, you know, like the inside voices in your head, you're lonely and I'm working like, Trying to f- have, if if you're like, people around you all the time that don't want to be around you, or you're not friends with anybody, or like you're like you're outside the group, I think a lot of things get induced that that come out of your head and you actually put them outside of you, so you're not, you know, you have a way of coping with being lonely. You have a way with, you know, not being, you know, yeah, these 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 things hate me too, but you know, guess what? They're here. They're here all the time, and you know, they weren't. It wasn't. It wasn't hard to 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 um to allow allow them to be a part of my life mm-hmm. uh that was the 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 thing yeah it was fuck yeah it's 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 kind of hard to it's really hard to explain yeah but,
0: i can imagine
1: yeah and but, but yeah and i think it's all inducement is, is 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 really a lot of what happened with me is i i, I did like i did a lot of it there's a lot of things that you know, even, even with head traumas, like, you know, just from fighting or, or right. snowboard or just like, um, it take a lot of risks, but they looked like a lot of risks, but I was very calculated. I didn't, you know, so it, it, yeah. It. Okay.
0: <laughs> so everything up to this point has been like, so <laughs> there was trauma early in life and then this illness manifested. And then because there was no, one to help you deal with it. There was no talking about it. There was no, you know, I need help here. So you found outlets. Yep. And then, okay, and so no, you got.
1: Yeah, those outlets lasted till at least twenty nine.
0: And right. so, drugs. You mentioned cocaine a few times.
1: Yeah, cocaine was the main one. It was the easiest one to get for me. Oh, I right. was, I was, like, I was. Yeah, I was kind of selling it and stuff. So it was very easy to pay for my habit and stuff. Yeah. So th- okay.
0: And then you got into, well, and got into stealing. Yeah. I'm assuming vandalism based on what you said. Yeah. Fighting. Okay. And so this lasted yeah. all the way up to 29.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I scrapped all the time, like up until about 29 years old. And and that was when I kind of found the river, found kayaking. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, like, that, like, that was a pretty – it's a pretty big gap in there um, in my life, and it's actually a pretty big, boring gap. There's actually just, like, going to work and getting stoned is pretty much what I did for a long time. I just – yeah, I just sat around and tried to find work, tried to find jobs, but just back and forth and just, like, always getting fucking high. Yeah. You know, always head off and going to the bar and, you know, getting my ass kicked or kicking ass, you know, mm-hmm. tip typically that's that's was like from 18 till 29 or till 29 so yeah which is pretty funny because it, it seems like there'd be a lot more story and in, involved there but there was a lot of a lot of fucking just sitting back and thinking i was okay right so, yeah
0: yeah okay and then what 29 you find the river right
1: yeah, twenty nine. I found kayak, and I pretty much made the kind of one of my last mistakes in, in in around my friends and stuff. And I was like, it's time to fix something. Um, I like what uh, was
0: that last mistake?
1: I I got pissed off with one of my buddies, and and went into his house and stole an ounce of cocaine from him. And hmm. I you know, I figured he he I thought he would me some cash, and you know I just fucking lashed out. And but the problem was when I lashed out, it was stupid shit like that. That's you know, and that's hard on right. friends. That's that's not, you know. That's, you know. That's hard hard on them. So I ended up buying a van and moving to my uncle's property out in sundry and and fucking lived on his farm and barbed wire fenced for a few years and by well that summer at least like that summer and then and kayaking every day after work, right? I went down the river and I'd go kayaking and then six o'clock in the morning I'd get up and I'd go kayaking in the morning I'd go to work, and I just ran barbed wire fence, and and yeah that's pretty much the first season of kayak and was when I was 29 like that. So
0: yeah,
1: um, didn't really find the river at that point. Like I found the love of the sport, but I didn't find uh, the 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 peacefulness of the river with my head. It didn't shut it off at that point. It just uh, it was just a way of, of being healthy, I guess. Um,
0: and yeah, then, uh, and then it, I, sorry, continue.
1: Sorry, go ahead. Um, and then, and then like at that time, after that year, I did like 209 days on the river and I started, uh, I right. was still partying at night and still, but I wasn't sleeping. Like I was doing like an hour of sleep at night, which I fucking, <laughs> which is like savage. Like I don't even know how I, how I survived it. Cause like an hour of sleep or I wouldn't sleep for a day or two days or three days. And, and my no sleep started getting worse and worse. And again, again, I th- that's an inducement of, of like you you probably know like lack of sleep is is like fucking detrimental to our brain man like it's it's we need sleep It it's it's the way mm-hmm. it is it, you know i'd go sometimes up to five six days no sleep and wow. <laughs> and working and partying and kayaking working partying sometimes kayaking in there twice and like yeah. it was uh, it was it was fucking i don't I, like i said i don't know i don't even know how, fuck, how how i survived it because it was it should have been a lot different but i do think that i'm a very high functioning um addict um mm-hmm. addict of, and like i said before i'm not i'm not i'm not a i'm not an addict of, of the drug. I mean, it didn't matter what drug i did it just shut that if it shut my head off i was okay with it you know and coca- cocaine cocaine nice. when i was young wasn't
0: yeah, shut nice.
1: head off, but i was i was able to sleep sometimes you know like an hour it, it wasn't the cocaine that kept me awake it was it was my brain that kept me awake so and right yeah so it was it was kind of like a lot of a lot of things are different for me like uppers or downers and downers or uppers so like right. the, i did some heroin back in the day and i'd go dancing at the club people
0: right
1: it, it was it was a lot it was like i'd see other people do heroin and they pass right the fuck out and and i'd be out going to the bar dancing you know yeah that it's it was it was a lot things were a lot different and and even seeing that with other people me being so much different is is hard on your head alone it's just like why why is this so much different for me why like why am i fighting so hard why am i why do these drugs not do what they're supposed to do for me you know right so a lot of bouncing around from drug to drug to try and just fucking shut that head off so
0: yeah, yeah. and then where did Where did the first suicide attempt come in?
1: November 2015. I stepped off the chair and hung myself. And I, like, when I came to, I had a busted 4 by 4 I had a cut on the back of my head, busted 4 by 4 like pressure-treated wood. It shouldn't have fucking broke. It shouldn't have, it should have held. And I'm a a knot guy. I grew up climbing. Like, I, I know how to tie knots. I'm not... You know knots don't don't come undone and this this pressure treated four by four was like on the back of my head and my two dogs were in front of me and i was in my trailer and i was like and i was convinced that somebody tried to kill me like somebody set it up that it was not yeah because i pissed a lot of people off in my life so and i had that then the paranoia with with all the shit as i got all well, i got older paranoia paranoia like really you know, going to manic states, and I think that the whole world was after me. And and so, yeah, it took like a month of, of people talking to me and telling me, no, this was, this is suicide, you know, and talking and, sh- and getting shown what happened. And I was in the grocery store one day, and I still to this day have, like, I, I suck at grocery shop. And like, if I walk by the bananas or the fruit or whatever, I fucking, I'll curl up in a ball and have an anxiety attack. Like, it just, it hits me like a rock and and I think that's because of my suicide because that's where I first got the first flashback of me stepping off the chair right and it, it was about a month later maybe maybe a little less maybe a little more but it was literally <clears throat> it was like me stepping off the chair a thousand times in one second it was just like boom 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 in my head and it just like and and that's when I started noticing that it was yeah it was me that stepped off that chair it was it was it was me that tried to you know, it was me that I started getting flashbacks of me buying the four by four, me getting the rope, me tying the knots, me like started getting all of that. And this like a post-traumatic stress, fucking like uppercuts to the face, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And then that was savage. That was like, like to learn that was me. I, I, I went my whole life believing that like suicide was shameful. It was weak. It was, you know, all this shit. And I went my whole life believing that. You know it was selfish it was like you're taking so much away from other people and you know that kind of thing and and on that day when that anxiety kicked in that that my my mind fucking changed about about suicide like it did i i could i couldn't believe that i actually did that i couldn't you know it was like to to be and at that point again i still had kind of the, the same train train of thought of like i'm i'm so weak i'm so you know I even had people messaging, like when I, when I came out about it, I even had like, even one of my cousins said, I, you know, that's not you. I would have been so pissed at you. that you're not, you're not that weak. And it was just like, even that sentence right there from somebody else, just kind of that like seals the deal on, on the fact that, that it is, you know, this, what we know is, is not what is true. You know, like right. it, it's not, you know, there's, there's so many different things with suicide that, that I've learned now and and yeah there is people that 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 want to that have just had enough of this life that just they're fucking done they don't want nothing to do and and there is people that fully understand what they're doing there's also another there there's reaching out attempts and then there's another side where you have no clue that you are the one doing that you have no clue that like it, when it happens to me I go manic I'm in a manic state and I like disappear I'm like gone it's not me anymore and, and th- and now, like, once I I found that out, it was like a whole new ball game for me because I realized how blind I was my whole life to to to, to the things that we didn't understand, and and I, and I was I was like I was totally fucking blind to it.
0: So, can you tell us more about like these manic states, um, like the anxiety? So wait, you mentioned that you go into this into a manic state and then it's oh. like Benny Clark is gone.
1: Yeah, that's those are the times where like it's it can even happen when things are going really good in my life. And that's the it's what a lot of things that people don't realize too. these manic states. You, the, you literally just like you get going so much like everything just hits, 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 hits and peaks. And and it's just like you don't know who you are. Like, it's just like. Uh, like uncontrolled um uh like uncontrolled actions like you know extreme gambling or like fucking you know like extreme party just like you just go away that that you you don't know like it just like i like i'm just gone i I don't remember any of it until a month later you know when after i come out of it but it takes time to to remember something and there's some things that i don't remember you know that people will tell me and And that's like the time that I fully believe people, you know, like my friends, that's when I kind of, you know, if I'm with my buddies and shit happens like that, you know, I I fully trust in them to, to let me know, you know, so I can, so I can work through it with whatever's happened, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Like like, there's one that I, 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 I fell asleep or I woke up in the morning and my buddy was on my couch and I was like, man, what are you doing here? And he's like, dude, you know, like, we, we were at the casino last night. I had to, I had to drag you out there. I'm like, what? It's like I was on my parents for dinner. I never went to the fucking casino, and then he literally. I had to sit down and I had to look at my credit card. And at the point at that t- that time, I was I was working up north. And I'd spent o- over ten thousand dollars at the fucking at the uh, uh the um casino, and and I didn't remember a clue of it. Like I was just like so. And but then later on again, like I get these this almost post traumatic stress of it coming back to me and and getting it back. But it takes time and it takes people to help me out. You know, like it. Some of the stuff I never get back, I guess, like from late earlier in life. And I, I guess it could have happened lots when I was younger, you know, growing up, because there is, you know, parts of my life where I went to the bar, I didn't I wasn't even drunk and I don't remember leaving. I don't remember, you know, that kind of thing. So
0: So for for people like sorry, most most people never experience what you're talking about, right? Where yeah. like your <clears> conscious <throat> mind just disappears. So I'm and I'm trying to understand what that's like. Would it be Anything like when you get like blackout drunk and, and you just like aren't really there anymore and you're just kind of acting?
1: I I guess it could be. I, I, I really, I really, that is the one part of it that I do not, like I, I don't, I still, I do everything in my power to stay the fuck out of that state. I do everything in my power because number one, I don't want to die. And that's when I go the most suicidal. Like in my depression, I can handle waking up, I can handle, like, I need to get on the river. I know I'm suicidal right now. I know I'm suffering. I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to get my feet off this. And I need to get my asthma. I, I, I understand that part of it. And I, I can, I've worked hard on on being able to, to like, just get my butt out of bed, to even just get outside and just go for a walk. I, I But in those states, I have no decision-making um, to do those things, and that's when I go. So I do everything in my power to stay out of that. It's probably one of the hardest things to understand about the 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 illnesses that we have you know um um and it's like like i honestly i cannot i can't tell you exactly what it's like because i i just i all i know is there's time that i lose and then when i i get it back i get back the things that that had happened it's it's, and it's and it's and getting it back later really fucking sucks because like when you're getting it back, it seems like that you had full control when it was going on. While you're getting it back, and that and that's the thing. Like you still, it's still me. It's still you know. It just there's it's yeah. I guess it could be like a blackout. It could be you know like waking up in the morning, going what the fuck happened at the bar last night? Yeah. Or waking up beside some chick that you're just like uh, I I'm you know don't remember this shit right? <laughs> yeah. You know that, that that shit yeah. So yeah, I, I guess that that could be a good way to. I put it I guess but yeah uh, without so, the uh, yeah without the support that's that's the back when it was happening you know your buddy your buddy got blackout drunk you always supported it the next day you helped him out you know I didn't get that with this shit right that, that's that's the I think the difference of it there, there wasn't that fucking support there to to say hey yeah you know they you, you weren't even told that yeah you fucked up last night and you know you got your ass kicked or you beat somebody up you know I had to kind of wait for that to, to right. get that. Well, yeah.
0: So, you, am I understanding right that you entered a manic state? And then, in that state, because there was no, none of that conscious, hmm. rational thought, it was like, I'm going to go kill myself. And it was like, in in one state, you went, got got the set it all up. that right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Literally, I think it's just, I, I I think it's just I've had enough of I think I just had enough I think in that state I think my brain just gives up I just like fuck you I'm done I want nothing more to do with this and I think I think that's I think that's what happens and uh it's 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 pretty pretty yeah man I, it's it's so hard to to be able to just like to put it there it's a it's a feeling of of loss um like a loss of just everything around you life you know that kind of thing and like it's a feeling of of like dead desolation i don't i don't even know like the, the good word for like like just just a feeling of being lost and it's just like you had enough like i don't want this fucking anymore i don't wanna i don't wanna have to fucking wake up in the morning and 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 like, and and like have to, have to, have to explain to people what, like your, your head was going through last night or, you know, something like that. It's, it's like a, it's a, it's a part of that flu that just fucking is never ending. And it's, it's always there. It's that, that sick feeling in your stomach, like, am I going to be alive tomorrow when I'm, you know, and it, it's a, it's not a good fucking feeling, man. It's not, it's not a, it, it's the hardest place to be, I think. So, sorry. A, that's I'm okay, not, man. I haven't It's uh yeah, it's, that's the, that's the deepest, darkest one. That's the, the one that, that no matter what, it, it's just a fucking shitty feeling. You just don't want to be here anymore. You don't, you know. You think people hate you. You think, you think it, you're doing people a favor, and by by releasing them of your, of your um your problems and your illness, and you know, and it's like one of those things that is actually one of probably the most unself like to to me or to the, the people that I've talked to. It's like it's the unselfish act whereas it looks like it's the selfish act from the other side it's like just i've I've, I've, I've just i'm causing too many problems as it is and people would be better off to just you know so
0: yeah thank you for being raw with us and and sharing this insight because we we just don't get it in society like we don't receive this in in normal (laughs) society right like I think there's so much miscommunication around it that people just don't know.
1: Yeah. Okay? I think it's a, there's a lot out there. It's, it's, I think it starts with education. That's the, Yeah. the biggest, the biggest problem is our education system fucking sucks. You know, like, yeah, that's, that's, I think the, it needs to start there. It needs to start with the kids and it needs to start with like, cause like these like, I, I'm not, like the suicide I didn't fight until later on in my life. I know there's fucking kids out there that fight that shit in like early age if they're, you know, like at 11 years old, 12 years old, that, that don't survive. They end up losing their life to it because, because of this fix it or fuck off, you know, like this, it's not, it's not bleeding. I don't want to hear about it. Crap. And it's just like, it's, it's you a man, you're tougher than that. And you know, it's, we're probably, like, women are way stronger than us. I'm not saying that they, they don't go, like, they go through this shit. But, you know, like, you got you get this kid that falls, little, little boy. You know, like, one person comes over and helps him up, brushes him off, and it just, it's not bleeding. I don't want to fuck. Whatever. Okay, walk it off, walk it off. This little girl falls, same age. She wipes out. And, like, seven people will come running to help her out. And I guarantee you that girl is way tougher and way more capable of of dealing with that like women were built for they they give birth for crying out loud. like it's they're they're and and like i like i said i'm not I'm not taking away like they did women can suffer in way more ways than we can or the vice versa i'm not i'm not saying that they don't sub they they definitely do still yeah. we all have the capability of fucking suffering, but at that age that like i like we're not supposed to have this like you're a man crap like you're and and that like I'm, I'm i'm again i'm sorry about the language but like fuck you like yeah. that that is literally the my response like i i see my brother do that with his nephews years ago and it's just like dude man like we the same thing happened to us and we you know it sucked so yeah. why now you know like it, it's just it's not we we shouldn't have to live with that crap like if, if you need to talk about something then talk about it release yeah. it like what happens when we build that shit up you know you, you like build it up build it up build it up and well, guess what comes out? Not just one line out of the cage, like multiple animals come flying out yeah. and it can be at different levels, you know? So
0: so the education around mental illness, we do <coughs> things start from a young age so that people understand that this is a possibility. And if you're going through it, talk about it, right? Absolutely. We, we need support.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's 100%. I think where it can all start, you know, and it can also start with parents at home like it can it can start with you know even when you got the best parents in the world like I do there there's still parts of life that they didn't they didn't give me to to help me survive you know and can
0: you give examples so that parents at home can understand
1: uh, like like mom and dad can can and can like we have was something rad called the internet now where we can do you can pretty much read up on anything you can study stuff you can you know like if you're seeing like, no, don't, none of that self-diagnosis crap. Like that's that, uh, that's like way too far, but you can, you can educate yourself on, you know, how to, how to just even see maybe symptoms of it. Maybe something's happening, you know, and then you can also learn way more in depth with that. You can Mm -hmm. understand, you know, there's over a a hundred, like 120 illnesses or something like there's way, like there's so many illnesses that you can just get, yeah, just go on there and we all we all get to read so why not just jump on google for a little bit and do a little bit of research and maybe help maybe maybe that'll help your kid cuz when they ask about you know I'm, I'm doing this you know i've got a mom i'm i'm hearing these voices kind of thing mom can say okay well cool let's 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 fucking figure that out let's let's take you to a doctor like we yeah. do for that leg and let's fucking see what's going on you know and yeah it can yeah, be a process. It's a lot of work. To go through mental stuff, I think, than physical. I can take a shit kick and now because of the mental pain I've suffered. Like I can right. I paddle with ribs. You know, I've 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 trained with, you know, with broken fingers. Like I just tape them up, you know. Physical pain isn't as much to me anymore because of that mental illness uh, or dealing with that life. But it's uh it's still something that can be it can be attacked at a younger age that we can and even if you're not sick at a younger age and it gets, you know, you make poor decisions in your life and, and induce it, you know, or if you, you you turn out and you like, you know, something just, just, something's induces where you end up getting schizophrenia. I have a cousin that has schizophrenia like Savage and it, 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 before it got, it was too late. You need to kind of catch it. So us educating ourselves can catch these at a younger age where we might be able to save some of our lives. Yeah, so we, you know, and we might be able to have a healthy life, that kind of thing, instead of doing 20 years on on every drug known to man, and then fighting with fucking savage voices that, that you just like, you know, that you're probably a part of that, that mm-hmm. I, you know, that that kind of thing. So, yeah, and Ooh.
0: there were, there were multiple suicide attempts, right? And were those all from manic states?
1: Every single one of those except for one. So there there was three in Manic State and one where I was fully aware of what was going on. And that was that was uh, end of August last year. I lost my my dog Digit, who was like my best friend. I might I might not make it through this part. I might not. <laughs> um um Digit Digit was uh, like my best friend and my 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 dopey mental health dog that just when I woke up in the morning and looked at his face, he just he gave me gave me meaning. Gave me like like, uh, yeah, cool, man, let's go for a run, let's go for a swim, let's go for a kayak, whatever. You know, and, and he was pretty well loved in the kayaking world in Canada and in Colorado and stuff. And and um we had I had a I had a meeting with my like a doctor's appointment for my for my disability check. Um, pretty much and they wanted to you know, um, do like a six hour doctor appointment and my, my Volkswagen van blew the transmission in it um, just outside of Canmore and my my parents ended up coming to help me out and there was a there's also inducements from other people that can happen and um, I was in I was going in I was getting induced in manic, and it wasn't her fault because she didn't know at the time but like she wasn't edu like familiar enough with dealing with manic state so who's
0: she
1: uh, well I'll, I'll get to that okay. point yeah i'll definitely tell you that so as i'm dealing with that with with this with this lady from rbc um she's my um my uh the person i, I don't know what they're called but she's the one i deal with sure um and i'll, I'll leave her name out like i said i'm not gonna i don't want to yeah I'm not gonna throw anybody under the bus i don't want to yeah. you know and she she like she, at that time it's, I'm pretty, I'm pretty understanding about shit. Like she didn't, she was still learning how to deal with people like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she like was pushing hard, you know, telling me if I didn't get to the doctor, I was going to lose my check right away, blah, 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 blah. I'm pretty much getting a little bit too far and it actually induced me. So I ended up having to double medicate, and I was, uh I was, I, I fell asleep beside the van with Digit laying beside me and my parents left for like 10 minutes and 10 minutes later, my dad got back, Digit was gone. And and I was out of it like I was you know double medicated you know no no longer dopey I'm just like I'm a zombie and I'm like can't figure it out and and uh, Digit was found on the highway uh, run over by by multiple vehicles and it ended up being a pretty pretty bad time for me because that was like I said that was like my best friend and stuff and after we got him off the road I tried carrying him and I tried you know like. Uh, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't good. There was there was a lot of a lot of hate and a lot of I went after another vehicle and stuff. And and there was I I just I was fucking done with people at that point because I just like lost all faith in them. Because like to 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 keep running over an animal on the on the on the road is just like you know. And the guy that hit him like drove the vehicle up and went up in the bush and like hit it up off the off the road, so it didn't get, you know kind of thing. And 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 after that I was I was done. It was, I, I just, I wanted nothing to do with people. I wanted nothing to do with anything. And at this point, like at this point in the story, there was, a, there was problems with like meth was the easiest to shut my head off. So like a, after a few, a few days after that, three days after that, I bought a bag of meth and, and fucking got fucking stoned for a couple of days and, and then went to a spilly machine river. It's called, um, it's just outside of um, um, Golden DC, just south of Golden it's a class five it's got lots of drops on it you know it's like this really short run but it's got all class five drops and i went in there at like almost double the flow that anybody runs it at and fully expecting not to get off the river not wanting you know i i, I set my truck up to be a to be a certain way when it was found you know there was a note there there was uh there was there was like pretty much saying i was done you know yeah i'm going, going to see my dogs i'm going to see digit and loki and I've had enough of this place, you know? And I got on the river, and that fucking river had a totally different idea (laughs) of fucking fucking that river fucking yeah, like I paddled some stupid shit. Like it was huge and it was it was crazy, it was insane, and no pun intended on those words. It was it was it was really, really big and at like the closest I like to probably another 30 40 percent off of it is the closest that i paddled it before so it was just and then i pretty much got out the bottom and i was i turned around in the river and i was like what what the hell man yeah it, it, the, the river had a totally different idea for me so, so you had uh,
0: gone and, that, and sorry go ahead
1: yeah that, that's that was like the 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 only time i've ever consciously tried to take my own life like like consciously
0: yeah so, so you, that,
1: that would happen again either they just I, the, pretty much the river showed me that she's not going to take me in that state yeah <laughs> you know she's going to push me out the other side no if you're going to be like that get out of here i don't want you you
0: know yeah. so, so you went in and you were like i'm just going to do this crazy fucking one last bang one last yeah. hurrah and then the river spits you out the other end and it's like yeah yeah no. <laughs>
1: Like in like, if you're not a kayaker, I I could I could sit here and explain like the rapids and stuff like that. But if you're not a kayaker, it's not not gonna really understand much of what I'm saying, you know. And anybody that 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 is listening, that's a kayaker or whatever, they're gonna understand. Like they're gonna know stability yeah. machine. Yeah, they're gonna be like, yeah, you okay, you know. So it, it just yeah, um, we go in cubic you know, like cu- cubic meters. Yeah, uh, for flow, and typically that run is like run from like 12 cms to. 25 ish
0: yeah
1: and cms and that's like a, it's a very tight small canyon yeah so that water's like cranking and i was in it at like 38 cms
0: right so this so, is yeah. like how much water is flowing through per second yeah 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 it's
1: gotcha. it was yeah literally there there's like the second last drop and and i got through that one it was it was the last drop is just a straightforward 20 20 footer 25 footer and the second last drop is one of the burliest and it was just like It like spit me out the other end of that. And I was just like, get out of here (laughs) pretty much.
0: Yeah. You know? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Thank you for, for sharing that. (laughs) And so what is, so you come out on the other side of that and what is next for you? Where, where does this take you now?
1: That pretty much took me to a chair and a couple of whiskeys sitting by the fire for about four days by myself, wondering what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Like I was pissed at myself. I was so mad at, this, at myself because I just used what I believed to be my savior, the river. And I just used it to try and kill myself. And and I, like, I was, I was pretty fucking mad at myself. You know, that, that this has always been my safe place. It's always been where I love my passion. Everything around it, the people around it, it just everything is amazing around it, and I just use that to try and try and take myself out consciously, and mm-hmm. um, and all the work that I had done over the past few years was pretty much shattered in my head. You know, it was like, like this why why it was just like this feeling of just like just losing everything, and then the hard work that I put into myself, pretty much just like. Like you jackass! Like why? All the all the shit that you've been working on to not not to do this unconsciously, and now here you are doing it consciously, right? You know, and I and I, it gave me some empathy to other people that 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 do it when they're conscious and they know they're doing it. I fully get what it's like to just be done with this fucking place. Because after I lost Digit, I was I was done.
0: Yeah,
1: there was nothing in this world that was going to keep me here except the river, I guess. So. Yeah. yeah and in, in, in a way i'm kind of glad i chose the river though on that note because the river pretty much pushed me out the other side and if i chose something else it might have worked a lot better than yeah. being in the state where you know not making 100 percent decisions is it might it, something's gonna fail and in that you know there's there's something that you're gonna choose wrong or whatever you know that kind of thing but whereas 100 percent conscious you're going to make every detail right and i think with the river that i think I, I paddled it that i shouldn't have absolutely but i think making that making that conscious decision to use the river was also a conscious decision not to fully go out i guess right. like a kind of a 50 50 if i make it through the bottom sweet if i don't then well sweet
0: yeah and so now you are provide your guide for people as they go down the river and you mentioned at the beginning like you'll like yell at your voices and you kind of play like it almost sounded like you're you're playing with it right
1: i i I play with my i play with like i i worked with a shaman for a little while uh, for Mm -hmm. a couple years like uh i I, I was using peyote um Mm -hmm. once a month for two years and it's like a three day like who's hallucination, like, I guess a flood dose. And, uh, it, it, it took, it helped me out a, a lot. Um, I worked with Ibogaine as well. And that helped me a lot on my med medication side, not as much. It helped me, um, like kind of have these pathways in my brain that weren't just crashing into a, to a halt, Yeah, you know, kind of helped me realign stuff and and kind of gave me a, uh, the ability to, to deal with a lot more stuff. Um, and <clears throat> Sorry, I just lost my train of thought there.
0: That's okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry that, that happens once some, da- Oh yeah, I was okay. The voices on the river. I got yeah. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> that. That's okay. Um, yeah, I totally went to like left field on in my brain there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So and, like the voices on the on the river. They think like, there's. I'm working with a shaman. He 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 taught me that that these were the voices are angry. They're, they're violent, they're hard on you because you don't understand the translations, their connections to a different place. And this might sound like totally out there, but it works for me. So uh, I'm I've become a, a believer in if it works for you, then then go for it. absolutely. So, yeah, so it, um, they're, they're like messages or conversations or whatever you want to call them that, that whether it's a conduit or, or whatever. I'm not understanding it and it's stopping at me and it needs to be passed on or it needs to be understood. So it can keep going. And that that's, that's helped me out a lot because those, all those voices aren't angry anymore. They're not, they're not like telling me to, you know, cook cook up a calf muscle or like being fucking wild and stuff like that. It's they're, 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 they have conversations just like this. So, the, the odd time on the river you'll see me crack off at them um just because it's just like <clears throat> they're <clears throat> excuse me they're heckling like they're you know like I'll, I'll do something silly and 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 i'll roll up and they'll be just cackling at me like they're you right. know the fucking gallery you yeah. know going like that so it's been a benefit to me on the river because they've 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 never steered me wrong on the river you know like I've, I've, it seems like i have six different things that pretty much six different opinions on how to, how to run a line. And, you know, sometimes they they're wrong. They're <laughs> sometimes it's not the best, but I'm I'm a very unorthodox kayaker too. So there's a lot of things that I do that, 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 help, that those help me with that. Most people they see and they're like, well, wow, that was not the exact same. It's not, that's not what everybody else does on that. Right. Like it's typically kayak. And there's like in a class five rapid, there's like one, one line that everybody runs mm-hmm. and, my lines are usually different <laughs> right so it, it's a i, I work with a work with the water a lot different it's very spiritual for me it's very healing you know every time i get on, like every time i see a launch in my boat and hit the water whether it's on flat water or class two or class five or if i'm sitting at the bottom at the top of a waterfall it's all everything aligns everything just like it just grows into each other and it, it feels like it's one it's like the only place where where I feel like I'm at home, where I feel a hundred percent well, you know, and it it doesn't it doesn't judge, it doesn't it kicks your ass when you need it and it it lets you succeed when you need it. You know, it humbles you when you when you don't don't want to be humbled. <laughs> and but yeah, it's it hey living with voices on the river is like phenomenal. It's like a place where I'm, I'm blessed.
0: All right. Hopefully we're back.
1: back. I was trying to talk to people a little bit, but I don't know if they could, I was still live. Apparently. So I was saying hi. And
0: <laughs> Oh my gosh. Come on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this, that's, oh, you're crashing again. This is exactly what happens in my head. It's the feeling of the feeling of, um, Oh shit. Something's happening. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> there you I mean, go. On the iPad. Hopefully, we can continue this going.
1: Um, I, I was just, I was just saying to the camera there, that's, like, typically how my head works. Like, like that, that total scatterness of, like, oh, fuck, something's about to happen and then getting shut down. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so,
0: um, while we're letting that do its thing. What what advice would you give to people who are struggling with mental health issues or uh, the family of people who are struggling with mental health issues?
1: To to people that are struggling with mental health issues, um, find something you love, find a passion, whether it's doing models, painting, kayaking, ice skating running well don't run running sucks but no i'm just kidding but no like find something that that you can help fill that void that's never going to be filled there's there's it seems like like i found that i have this void in me that is just always there it doesn't nothing fills it kayaking doesn't fill it there's it's just like this part of me that's empty that it's almost like a non-existent like there's a part that's like this little black hole that doesn't exist and it's mm-hmm. not where the heart. because we we love deep like people with mental illnesses, like we love hard we love deep we care we you know um, it looks like we don't because of how we are allowed to raise with it you know live with it but find a passion find something that helps you out it, it, could, it could be church for christ's sake like it doesn't doesn't matter what it is as long as it's positive in your life and it allows you to help define yourself instead of your mental illness defining you Mm. that that that's like like kayaking for me i paddle 250 days a year you don't have to do it to the extreme that i do it this is what i need for me that's why i'm trying to work in kayaking i I want to guide and stuff like that you can do it on the weekends you can you can you know you can still work monday to friday depending on you just do your best not to let it get too far where you can't help yourself Mm-hmm. You know, and, and to the families that stand beside to, to like stand beside the people that are suffering, just sometimes we just need to be heard. Sometimes you just, just need to sit down and, and close that mouth and don't tell us what we need to do. Just listen,
0: yeah. just,
1: you know, sit back and enjoy the talk because it's probably going to be pretty fun later on. At that point it might not be, but you know, usually when we get to talk about it, we become more lively. We become more functional. We become more, more open to, to a lot more things and, and just try to get understanding. Empathy. Empathy is key for people like me. If people don't have empathy and there's zero understanding, it's like, a, it's a, it's just not, there's, it's not going to work. Like you're mm-hmm. not, you go, cause you're not going to sit and listen. You're not going to understand what they're saying. You're not going to, accept that yeah we're fucking different you know and 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 i think mom and dad are one of my keys for me i was blessed with having a and mom and dad are still together they're still happily married and i know i have a lot of friends that didn't weren't blessed with that and and that can be a heart in itself um so just having a a support network for that person that that is suffering is and help them get that support network if they can if you right. if you can get a support network then help them, you know, I I get it through kayaking. That's why I love kayaking so much is because people sit at the fire and they listen, they ask Mm -hmm. questions, you know, do the same thing that we're doing now. You know, that, that I I talk about this so much now that it's actually, it's so good for my mental, my, my, my health, that it's, I was talking about this last night, sitting with one of my buddies at a fire just outside of, you know, North of Revy before I came into town to do this, this podcast. And, and it, it was, you know, it's, he was talking about his, You know, and I was listening, you know, and I was Mm -hmm. talking about, there's a fire full of 12 people. So there's a support network is, is is really, really a huge key because we're alone, man. (laughs) We're, 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 we've, we've been alone a long time and and it's, it's time that we, you know, we don't want to be alone. We don't want to, you know, so.
0: Yeah. So showing up and just listening, right. Not having to try to, to fix anything, but just showing up and really genuinely listening to what, you or anyone else who's struggling is going through
1: yeah yeah pretty much that yeah i've been showing up that that's actually a great way to put it i've never
0: yeah.
1: never actually that's a great way to put it yeah just fucking show up come to the hockey game like you're coming fully geared up and and and, and get ready for a good game
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> awesome <laughs> and um where can people find you if People want to reach out, follow you, or ask you questions, or talk to you. Where can they find
1: you? Uh, They can find me in the bush anywhere, if they're out in the (laughs) bus. I live out of my van, I'm on the road. But no, they can find me at the the League of Beautiful Minds on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I actually just deleted my Facebook three weeks ago, and I fully deleted it. Um, And that's actually pretty cool, because I was going through triggers in my diary, Mm -hmm. and no. I was a huge one and I the three weeks ago I got got rid of it my days have been a lot different nice. so I post on Instagram you can reach out to me on Instagram I'd be happy to chat with people you know send me a message on Instagram and and if you know I have I, I'm in internet quite often but not often mm-hmm. you know I do my best to 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 answer those 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 calls you know or those messages as as soon as possible um uh yeah that's pretty much the way to get a hold of me and then after that i can you know chat with you and stuff and there's yeah. if there's more contact there can be um i'm very i'm very careful too as well so people out there listening kind of thing like um if there is any i'm, I'm very very if there's any bad situations or if you're in duress or whatever please contact the right people you know that you know, like you can reach out to me, we can chat, we can do whatever. But if you're under, if you're in a state of emergency or anything like that, please, that, that you need to, you need to reach out to the right people. And, and I can help you do that if you're in that, but I can't, I can't help once you're there, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's I'm, I'm um, a lot of, I've had a lot of people reach out to me um, uh, as a crisis center, like a hotline. I'm not, I'm not that I'm not trained for that, you know? I can do whatever I can do. Like I can send you in the right direction. I've got a lot of contacts. I've got a lot of people that can help. Um, but please, if you are in that state, then then yeah, do 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 the right things for yourself and and and, and go right to the source for those. But other than that, I, I'd be happy to chat with people. Happy to, you know, hang out. You know, I'm I'm always around. I'm I'm always like North America. Usually, well, I'm usually in the states right now in Colorado, hanging out with my crew there. You know, and um, uh, but with covid just crazy weird covid it's funny i i I have to say this like everybody thought i was fucking crazy (laughs) 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 then covid came out (laughs) yeah no (laughs) yeah i I just had to throw that out there yeah
0: (laughs) that's cool man (laughs) so just before we finish up uh we got a message from jake and he says loves your story thank you for sharing uh really wants to acknowledge how strong you are and says hang in there
1: I appreciate it, man. Much love to that for sure. That's mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Ben. Yeah.
0: So Benny, thank you so much for being here, sharing your story and helping us to understand what it was like for you to, and what it is like for you to continue living this life. Yep. Um, I encourage you as the listener to think of someone who might benefit from hearing this episode because mental health, I think, as we've discussed, Benny is really important to be talking about it. When it's getting bottled up, it it doesn't serve anyone. And so, I encourage you to think who who can I share this with, so that they can benefit from it too. Awesome. I will see everyone. Well, Sorry, go ahead.
1: I just have one more thing to say. Please, one hundred and ten percent. It in the end, it is one hundred percent up to you to 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 get help it's it's not on anybody else we need to not allow these things to define us and we need we need to 100 it's 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 on us and our lives are on us yeah like this is on us and we need to do the right things to to build a life where we can be healthy yeah and that's again on us it's nobody else's fault We we can do a lot of blame because of our traumas we can do a lot of this a lot of that but we need to just we need to accept that and move it and and get forward so we can be healthy, so we can we can live our lives good. So,
0: yeah, I love yeah. that note, Benny. It's so important that we take responsibility for our lives, right? Whatever situation we might find ourselves in.
1: Absolutely. Fantastic.
0: Perfect. Thank you. And I will see everyone next week.
1: Thanks, man. Much love.